Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Trois, deux, un. Allez-y! That was in French, Zachary. Oh, I thought you were, like, getting something out of your throat. <laughs> no, Zach, I said it in French because I used to live there. Did you know? Did you know that? Have I mentioned that before? Have I brought it up? <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to another week of Brokeback Bebop. We're very glad you joined us. I don't know what else to say, I'm just glad you're here. We're here, we're doing another one. We're here to talk about Cowboy Bebop, yeah, the live Yeah, we're here action. in the live action. I'm very action. excited. How you doing, Steven? We're live in action. I'm good, I'm we excited are. to talk about this. This is an episode I've been looking forward to since the trailer for the live action Cowboy Bebop. What'd they show that made you excited? They just showed, like, the opening sequence, the intro song, basically, okay. like, some clips from that, and they, like, showed, the, like, the him with the right paint on his face, like, they showed that clip, and I was like, holy fuck, they're doing Piero? We gotta, yep. gotta see that, and now I'm finally here. We're here. We did it. Monumentous. Mm-hmm. Before we get into it and all the things about it and to talk about what we thought of this episode... Of the live-action Cowboy Bebop, how are you doing? What's new in your world? What's on your radar? How you sleeping at night? What kind of soap are you using? Um, are you getting a lot of like gunk between your toes these days? I'm just, always I'm just, time to catch up. I want to catch Let's up. Let's see. I'm good. I know this is gonna come out a little bit after that, but Danny and I just got back beginning of, I guess, last week from a competition that was nice. fun in D.C. Got to hang out a little bit there. Uh, we went to a Never smoke been. shop that had cool. a piece that was forty five hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! Yeah, what it was, was really it? Cool. It's like a. It was like a. It looked like a fucking robot, but like it was super intricate, like glass shit all the way through yeah. it. And then the head of the like robot thing was like a little control room with a little alien inside of it, like controlling the robot. What? Yeah. Did you take a fucking picture of insane. it? No, I should have. How much? Forty five thousand dollars. Forty five hundred dollars. Four, <laughs> $4,500. That's too many. Okay, so 405000 $450,000. I know what you're saying. That's still a lot of money. That's an insane amount of money. Yeah. For a piece that you really can't use. I would never right. fucking use it. Why? Do, what I'd do you mean? Why? You don't? Because you get dirty and you have to clean it? Well, it, it, good luck fucking cleaning that thing, yeah. first of all. But if I broke right. that, Zach... I have to keep it in a fucking case. <laughs> but DC was That's fun. Crazy. See any of the sites? See anything exciting? Um, yeah, actually, part of the competition, one of the things that we did was, was in uh, we the went White House. on a, a, ha- a haunted monument tour. Oh, that's kind of cool. It was super fun. We were like on a on a party bus with like music and wine. What was haunted? 
well, so it was like a mo- it was it was a touring one. So we went to the like the World War Two monument, the, the Lincoln Washington Monument. Whoa. I did see it. That's cool. But along the way, they like had like a they were like, okay, this building right here, this is the haunted story that happened here. This park is where a guy was murdered, and people say you see like that stuff out there. It was kind of cool. Did you see anything? No. We did go to the stairs from The Exorcist. Have you seen The Exorcist? Yeah. Yeah, you know when, like, towards the end, the, like, nuns come, or the the, uh, the fathers, the priests come, yeah. and she, like, blows the one. Like, he's like, oh, absorb it into me! And she, like, <laughs> yeah. blows him out the window, and he falls down the stairs. I went yeah. to those stairs. Yeah, there's cool. a lot of rumors about specifically that moment in mm-hmm. the movie, right? Yeah. That's cool. So that was cool. Other than that, Zach, in the, we always talk about what we're watching, mm-hmm. and we talk about, like, themed episodes quite a bit. I saw what was maybe... My new favorite Christmas episode of Bob's Burgers. One of my new oh, wow. favorite episodes. A period. new one? Yeah. It I was seen it fantastic. And I don't want to give too much away, but basically like the, the plot, the setup is that all three of the kids have Christmas programs the same night and there's only two parents. Mm-hmm. They found out about one of them last minute. And it is so relatable and so good. And um, I was in I'm tears sorry. at the end they of all, it. They all go to the same school. They're so... Like, Tina's is, like, a thing for her, like, Girl Scout troop. Jean's mm-hmm. is a school musical performance, and Louise's mm-hmm. is through the library. Okay. So three different places. Okay. All at once. But it was phenomenally done. Tina Fey is in it. I saw advertised. That's cool. Yeah. It was, uh, like, it, it had me in tears. I thought okay. it was so good. Can't wait. That was one of the most heart-filled episodes of that show, period. And that's a show that has a lot of heart a lot of the time. That's true. So... Give that wow, a watch. Excited. Even if you haven't yeah. watched much of this season yet, that one is like, pull that one out and watch Got it. it. It's so good. Yeah. Rick and Morty, the season just ended. How one was it overall? A lot of people really like it, right? I really liked this season. I thought it was really funny. If for nothing else, the episode where the whole joke is that Jerry just has to not fuck his mom is, it's worth watching this season. So good. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to talk about, Zach. Huh. Fucking Sorry, your mom? one of the other things. Yeah. Not fucking a mom. This time, that was last week's show. Yes, we did bring that up, didn't we? Justin Roiland's game company just uh, p- released their new game, and it looks uh-huh. really, really funny. I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it. It's, like, uh, basically Justin Roiland voices this gun, where he Wait, uses, like, Rick and Morty shtick. It's called it, High on Life. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about it. I didn't yeah, know it Yeah, it looks super Tim cool. Tim Robinson super is fun. a voice in it. That's awesome. Does he play one yeah. of the guns, I bet? Nice. I don't. I don't know anything about the game other than... But there's a lot of good voice act. Uh, JB Smooth is a yeah. his voice of one of them cool. too. But it looks super fun. Like, I think it'd be a fun game for us to. Uh, is it a PC game? Uh, it's on PC. Interesting. We'll have yeah. to look into that. Yeah, it's fun. It's like single player, but it'd be fun to like share a screen and and commentate while the other person plays. I've been rewatching Better Call Saul. We're in like season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sick of telling people that it's one of the best shows, one of the best dramas of all time. I think my sister likes it. She sent me like a TikTok so that was calling Saul a baby boy. <laughs> it's so so good. They like ooh. You just him. need to watch it at some point. A lot of people watched the first couple episodes and were like, "This is slow." I watched the whole first season and really liked it, and then I, I think the second season wasn't on Netflix yet at that time, and so then I never watched it again. It's time to watch it. It just gets yeah. better and better and better. I need to catch up on that. I need to catch up on fucking Gary. It's done I haven't now. finished the newest season. It's done? Better Call Saul is done. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good time to watch it. Yeah. I haven't seen the new season of Barry yet either. I wanted to ask you just lightly before we get into this episode of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, clowns. You scared? I don't you fuck with them. You get scared of clowns? You I don't like, think they're... 
I don't think they're funny. I think that they're inherently a little creepy. I don't put myself in situations to be around them, but I can hold myself together if I am. So you are kind of scared of clowns a little bit. I don't fuck with them. It's not a scare. Like, I'm scared of spiders. I don't fuck with clowns. Like, I give them a healthy amount of of respect that that power is not one that I want to tangle with. (laughs) The clowns? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever kind of shit. Because if somebody's a clown, they're fucked up. Like Probably. I'm like people who are can live totally normal lives, go to clown college, do the whole thing. There's something fucked up in there still, Zach. Depends on what kind of clown you are. What kind of clown like, is not fucked up? They're oh, all wait. kind of weird, but there are like high art performance clowns that are people and they're who are not like, fucked up, Zach. People that are like ballet dancers, like type yep. shit. Not mm-hmm. every clown I've seen is Black your Swan. chubby guy at a birthday party filling up balloons. Those I don't know if creepy is so much the right word as like. <laughs> uncomfortable more than anything like what choice led you to being here yeah what traumatic event at the age of four led you down this path you walk in on your mom getting just railed <laughs> by a shoe full of clowns yeah and and, you, and then you're like you're well i want to rail my to mom that's too what so a real man a is i think that's how every clown became a clown <laughs> baskets with zach galifianakis that's you said great, that was really good it's a great show Kind you of said the clowns. the one who plays his mom is really great. I yeah, like, Louis Anderson. He passed yeah, away like Anderson. last year. Sad. Rest R. in R. peace. He's really great in it. Let's talk about Cowboy Bebop. We're here to talk about episode eight, the anti-penultimate episode. Ultimate. I always say ultimate. Yeah. Anti-pen anti-penultimate Does episode. That mean there's two left after this. Yes, because there's penultimate is the one before. Anti-penultimate is the. Oh, I, that's, the one I learned something the one. today. Okay. Uh, episode 8 is called Wouldn't Sad... Wouldn't anti-penultimate be the second episode? Because it's the mean? opposite? <laughs> or are it's, you like anteing up? It's A-N-T-E. So it is anti like ante up. Like Maybe. I don't know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad Clown A-Go-Go. <laughs> Sad the Clown Oh, no. Is the title of today's program. Sad Clown A-Go-Go. This episode was directed by the... The illustrious Alex mm-hmm. Garcia Lopez. This is his final directing credit of the series, which before this he did the first episode, Cowboy Gospel. He did Venus Pop, Dark Side Tango, and Galileo Hustle. And since Cowboy Bebop, he's been working on another show that hasn't come out yet that's going to be called 100 Years of Solitude. Ooh. This episode was written by Javier Grillo Mark Suwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you said that wrong. <laughs> um, he has had a lot of really great writing credits from stuff like Charmed, the original Charmed, to uh, Lost in the 100, and more recently the show based on the Dark Crystal, which was Age of Resistance. Good old Javier Grillo Marksuach. That's really I'm so I I, I looked you him looked up because that's very easy to find the person. I I I give you. B- no points for that last name, Zach. How would you say it? Well, he's Puerto Rican, so Javier. I try Rio not to assume. Marashash. That's not right either. The X makes a sh sound. Read an Aztec word, you bitch. <laughs> Javier Don't Grillo, come me. on the show. Let us know how to say <laughs> it. Come on, Javi Grill. <laughs> <laughs> Bear Grylls. Um, and wrote this episode. so Javier, if you if you missed that, you wrote on a lot of great. His stuff hairline's like in the middle of his fucking charmed. head. Um, and this episode it's originally real aired back. with the rest of the series on November nineteenth, two 
2021. And let's not waste any more time. Let's get into some trivia. I've got three questions. I've got three questions for you, Zach. I'm going to go first this week. Okay. What is LeFou's nickname that was given to him by the nurse slash scientist lady covered in blood? Mad. Is it Mad Perot? It was Mad Piero. I'm pretty sure it's Grillo. (laughs) (laughs) Danny and I went to a korean mexican fusion place that sounds delicious it was great it's called soul taco there's like a that few sounds so good i had like these ta- it was great mm, down she ordered the elote quesadilla Oof. and the guy looked at her for a second and said ah quesadilla and then proceeded to ring up the order and i thought it was <laughs> the funniest thing that ever fucking happened like, he was like you stupid why would you say uh, it like that ah I you mean the quesadilla <laughs> Uh, my yeah. first question for you, what is the medical facility holding Pirat called? Mm-hmm. And that was a, a crossover. It's like a callback with the name of that. It's been mentioned in the show before. Okay. Uh, like Crewline or something? Colon? No. Like, I'm not even. Cheerius. C-H-E-R-I-O-U-S. I wouldn't have gotten that, Cheerios. That's my What does Jet think that Spike used to do? Uh, that he served, that he was uh, uh, in, in war fighting er- areas. Can you give me a little bit more specific? Um, I don't need the places. Uh, more right. so the... What do you mean? Because he said, ah. specified what? He's like, units. I know what you used to do. Oh, uh-huh. you do, do you? Where yeah. did you serve? I don't remember him saying... Maybe, maybe, I'm going to lead you there. Uh, maybe some sort of operation and how you would describe said... Soldier? No, you dumb bitch. What the fuck does that have to do with the word op- operation? Surgeon? No, bastard. I don't think so. What is it? What is it? Ooh, Give me half a point we were it looking for special ops. Oh, okay, sure. I'll mostly give it to you, though. You said sold. I mean, that's that's the gist. I remembered the part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's enough. That's yeah. enough, right? I remembered the part. Sure. My next question for you. What does Jet have Faye get him to help a wounded Spike after the first fight with LeFou. Give me the, give me, go give me the burn, burn med kit. The burn, the burn kit med. Go give me the the med burn kit. He yeah, like that, said is it like that six what he said? times. Was he, like, it, did you have the subtitles on and that's what he said? Yeah. Because that's not what I heard What did you all. hear? I thought he said, get me the Birkin bag. No, the burn, the burn kit bag. I that's hear he it now, saying. but that's not, and that <laughs> so makes sense. I literally sense. had a thought and I was like, it sounds like he's saying Birkin bag. That's funny. I heard Birkin, which is like a... <laughs> A really fashion accessory, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, incorrect. We were looking for Birkin bag. <laughs> you should know that all of my questions are based on my mishearing <laughs> of the episode. Zach, can I out you really quick about something? Sure. Depends. <laughs> Zach literally drives for a living. Yes. And does not play the audio on his GPS. No. And I can't live that way. The way that I do it, and now I get why it seems different when we're on, like, a trip or something. The reason that I do it is because I'm always listening to audio and music and podcasts, and it's Mm -hmm. so annoying to be listening to a song, and it gets quieter for an annoying voice. And I'm watching it. So when I'm doing deliveries, I don't miss directions. Mm. We'll see. I've been watching. I see the missed turns. That was a weird thing to out me on. Yeah. 
I feel like that's not the weirdest thing to be so annoyed by the voice that you'd rather miss a direction every now and then than ever have to hear it. I'd rather die than miss a direction. It's like I hate nails on a chalkboard. Making a wrong me. turn, or like missing an exit, like that. When Who I cares? do that, I want to go right into oncoming traffic as soon as I do it. I'm like, I give up. I would restart the game if I could. Who cares? <laughs> I care. Uh, I got places to be. I'm a busy man. Okay, I have one last question for you, Zach. Okay. And I want you to really think hard on this okay. one. Okay. Should Mao have made Julia sing? No, of course not. No! <laughs> absolutely not. That was so funny. He, you shouldn't have made Julia sing. <laughs> Kills like 50 fucking people. And then she's like, tell Julia I'm sorry. And he's like, for making her sing? <laughs> you heard what I said, right? <laughs> and she said, no, you bitch. And he was it's like, It's not what? as funny as the reveal of watching Vicious get decapitated and his blood is dri- uh, no there's blood dripping sound effects but there is no blood dripping i noticed yeah. that his head laying there and then slowly it, it shows that it was the testicle guy instead and then it cuts to each person reacting then the vicious uh, he's like removing i his blackface. was in blackface gotcha <laughs> okay my last question for you at the carnival at earth World or Earthland? Earthland, I believe. What is the shooting gallery called? Ooh, I got no idea. Maybe think Marvel. Think Marvel. Marvel films of 2021. Marvel films of 2021. Uh, Doctor Strange's shooting range. Nothing. 2021? 2021. The year of Disney+. Nope, nope. Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) You already said that one. We're looking for Black Widow. (laughs) Oh, didn't see that one. (laughs) Florence Pugh in that? Yeah, she plays like a Russian character in it. Nice. Now she's in other Marvel stuff. Same character, I think. I think so. I think she's in one of the shows. I just assumed she died. You guys can tell that we are just bursting at the seam of stuff to say about this week's episode (laughs) of Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) Uh, uh, well, you gotta hold your burst in for one more moment, because everybody's try. favorite part of the day. I'll try. When we find out, did Zach comprehend the episode this week? <laughs> and based on the Birkenbag comment, outlook not so good. I'm sorry, I missed a direction. Was I supposed to remember <laughs> every little thing? Well, every little thing that you do is magic, Zach, and let's let that magic get started, because Zach's got 20 seconds. (laughs) You're welcome. Zach's got 20 seconds to convey his his analysis of the Pierrot Le epic that is Sad Clown Agogo. I almost said Sad Boy Agogo, but Sad Clown Agogo. I would have liked that better. Yeah. Are you ready? You ready? Nah. You ready? Sure. You ready? Okay. Okay. Three, on go, as per usual. Three, two, one, go. Vicious sends to deranged madman that can't be wounded after Spike to kill him. And as Spike, Jet, and Faye try to learn more about this mercenary, he gets closer to his clown roots and becoming the killer that he is. Meanwhile, Vicious takes out all the syndicate after they think they've decapitated him and learns that Julia was going to have him killed. At the end, there's a showdown. Okay.
Never get to the end. That twenty seconds went by quick. Yeah, I never get to the end, but I feel pretty here's good what, about here's what, what I, I said. like. Yeah, that you said there that, that really got you a lot of points with me. Let's hear Zach. it. You mentioned Piero's actual growth from just a uh-huh. confused madman who's more of a militaristic type thing to like I am a clown, and which and is like something that. that this episode tried to give a little bit more of. Yeah. How he became the crazy clown, or mm-hmm, why he became like. the crazy clown? Okay, sure. Uh, which, which we'll we'll talk more about that in a minute because that was okay. a very intentional change that I I'm okay with. Um, Zach, I'm gonna give you a B for that one. I thought Thanks. you did a pretty good job. I wish you didn't I could have gotten much more about of it. right the bebop Sh- people, the end, but the plan, yeah. yeah, right. But you know, you did a good job. Thanks, and you got lots of points for the period. I do feel like now that we're almost done with these, I have gotten a little better at them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. Yep. Yeah, let's see you do it a hundred fucking times. If it was about community, I'd knock it out. Yeah? I think, think so. so. I think There'd be ones that were really, really tough that I would have mm-hmm. missed, but I think I... I'm not saying I would have done better than you, but I would have mm-hmm. done better than this. That's fair. I'll give you that. And well, what do you think you, about probably. this episode, Zach? It's a big one. It's a big one, but it doesn't feel like it, does it? Yeah. Uh, it's an uh, iconic episode of the show that kind of like genre hops to a horror movie mm-hmm. for an episode. I don't think this episode has any of that. And weirdly, this episode to me feels more than anything like an episode about Vicious. Yeah. Which is the least interested I, uh, I am in any of the storylines in this show. Um, because both we know where it's going and they're adding stuff to it without like adding any actual, I don't know, without really adding storylines, they're just stretching it out. I don't understand why they made the choice. If you're going to do the choice, which I don't dislike the choice to have Piero be sent by Vicious. I think that is Yeah, that's fine. fine. That's fine. That makes sense. It tracks, connects dots because they don't do any bounty hunting shit anymore anyway. So who cares? Why have Vicious do that mm-hmm. and in the same episode try and take over the syndicate, which doesn't happen until the series fucking finale hmm. of the animated one? You know, we're in episode eight of what was supposed to be the first part of this. You would think a show like this that I'm imagining based on the Netflix model, three seasons minimum, yeah. six seasons maximum... Um, we learn in this episode that Vicious's father is one of the members, and we learn it... Is the head of it. We learn that he's the head of the syndicate in the same scene that Vicious kills him. So they they add something big to the storyline, to the world with that, but they're not interested in telling any stories about that. Give us a season of caring about the dynamic between father and son so we give a shit when he kills him i don't know there are so many i don't know it feels like they're i, I was spacing out joking. the wrong things in some ways and rushing to the end too fast in other ways when we were watching the episode i yeah. like joked when he was like i'm disappointed in you i was like ah and i'm your father ha huh? like joking yeah. not thinking he was actually going to be his fucking dad was, that's so stupid yeah there's no reason for that but uh, I just – I wish that this had been in a separate episode because the Pierre Lefeu part of it, I had a lot of fun with that actually. I thought that, that they did a pretty cool job of showing that. The fighting was different because they wanted it to not look cartoony, which is fine. I think the inclusion of Jet and Faye is fine in that. Fine. I don't mind it. 
But I think I would Vicious have rather gets had... the coolest fight. Yeah. I think his sword fight is cool. It's shot, and you joked, and you were like, a film by Quentin Tarantino. But that, it right. was very Kill Bill. Or it kind of like, reminded awesome. me of like the throne room scene in The Last Jedi a little bit. Yeah, sure. It's frustrating. I, this episode's fine. It didn't have... Like, even the racist black male lady comes back mm-hmm. and isn't as bad in this episode. Yeah, I, I actually had a lot of fun with this one, Zach. I, I didn't dislike I it. I didn't have a lot of fun with it, but I didn't... I, I think I'm just ready for this to be done. <laughs> I didn't hate this episode, but I didn't really have that much fun with it either. Mm-hmm. I think it's unfortunate how little they're choosing to do with the Spike character when this is an episode that could and should have been mostly Spike. And it was barely Spike. Here's something that I've been kind of curious about the last couple episodes. Production on this show was halted for a while because John Cho injured himself ah and if you remember the first episode or two had a lot more hand-to-hand combat with yeah he was fighting all the time i wonder if there's a chance that they've rewritten around injury that would suck if that i don't think that solves all of their problems as to why spike hasn't been working for me in this show but if they were just like okay well let's cut out all of spike's fighting yeah make him like run off to the side or something i don't know yeah that would really stink if that was the case but you like this episode. Let's focus on some I of the did. positives. So another Tell me thing what I you liked, enjoyed about this one. And, and that I liked about the inclusion of Jet and Faye in this plot line with Spike mm-hmm. is I thought that Faye had a lot of really funny one-liners. I laughed quite a bit at some That's of the stuff. And I really liked Jet in this episode. I think Jet was concerned for his friend. Now, Jet's corny in the live action. He just is a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't and really And kind of like cheesy. Yeah. But I, I like the heart behind what he's doing, what he's trying to do. I think they do, like you said, diminish him to a joke a lot of the time. But I enjoyed the dynamic that the group had in this episode, and I'm really enjoying Faye just in general. I think that the actress is playing the character how she's playing her really well. Yeah, I agree. I think the fake actress got a lot of unnecessary hate. It is a different take on the character. You don't have to love it. But I definitely prefer it to their takes on most of the other characters. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of it's because of the actress. Mm -hmm. What's your take on what's going on with Vicious and Julia? So now we're at a place that Vicious has taken out the syndicate. Uh Uh-huh. And knows that Julia was going to have him killed. Mm Mm-hmm. Are we looking towards an end of the season one of supposed to be multiple, either Julia or Vicious dying. I think that Julia is going to die at the end. Julia is going to die, and I think that Vicious is going to kill her, uh-huh. or Spike's going to accident, or she's going to like die protecting Spike or something in a uh-huh. fight with Vicious that like both barely walk away from, and that's going to set up like they're basically going to redo Battle of Fallen Angels. Is my guess as a finale. But with one of them dying. No, neither. You don't think anybody's going to die? Not in this season. Oh, you mean so. the Spike and Vicious showdown yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah, because we've seen, they show it in the theme song, so we know we're going to get some semblance of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about in this one? Anything else stand out to you? I don't got a lot. I think the Piero LeFou, I think the actor had to play it differently because he's not built like the cartoon penguin. Doesn't like bounce around in yeah, the same way. Yeah, but I think yeah. he plays it pretty unhinged which is cool 
Yeah, they did a pretty good job of translating the, like, gritted teeth, mm-hmm. laughing, screaming. It rides the line of being a little corny because yeah. it is kind of corny, but the actor did a fine job. Mm-hmm. There are a couple uh, decent musical notes in this one. I'll say I haven't been as blown away with the live-action music as I was hoping to be. But it's a lot of it's the mixing. It's just in the background instead of the forefront, and that's... If anything, I'm just starting to feel sorry for the seatbelts for having to, <laughs> having to rock as hard th- as they do and to yeah. have this show kind of rape the style of the original <laughs> and the music of the original. I kind of feel bad that yeah. they had to be the ones to do all this. Because mm-hmm. there have been so many moments for me in the show where there's music that I remember very fondly from yeah. the original that is played underneath a scene that doesn't mm-hmm. earn it at all. It's true. And Absolutely. like, so I, if anything, I probably enjoy the music more than just about anything yeah. because it scratches that part of my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's more the fault of not having compelling action set to music. Uh, I think that would really help this show a lot. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention about this one? I'm sorry. I'm. No, that's about all I got for this one. I, I'm ready for the captains. I don't even think it's awful. I just feel my problem with this show is that from episode one, it's been a half-assed retelling of an episode of the original and Julia and Vicious doing a thing with some characters that we don't care about without giving them compelling new storylines. Like, Mm -hmm. why aren't they sent on missions? Why are they just like... This week, they're in a room with these people talking about this thing. And they spend a lot of time on it. I'm saying that in an episode that's supposed to have, like, a big climactic moment in that story. And instead, it just feels like the show's wasting time. Yeah. In both fronts. I don't know. I'm ready to see how they wrap it up. And I'm ready to be done with it. We've got two episodes left. Uh, But before we wrap up this one, let's do the captain. Let's do it. Who'd you have this week, Zach? Okay. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to give it to Vicious. Nice. For the show that this is, I think Vicious being a mustache-twirling villain (laughs) can work. And even though I wish the writing would give the character more to do, this episode, the actor who plays Vicious does a good job, and his fight scene is cool. Mm -hmm. So almost based on that sword-fighting scene alone, I give it to to Vicious. And, of course, the iconic... Never make Julia sing. <laughs> That's the one thing that I'm That's weird about. Her I'm talent is about. for her to use. <laughs> Don't exploit her. Now I'm going to go murder her. Yeah, honorable <laughs> mentions to uh, Piero and to Vicious. Yeah. But I gave mine to Jet this week. I really enjoyed okay. Jet this episode. I think he was a little corny towards the end, but I, I, I did enjoy his storyline and, and what he added to being a part of the Piero case. That's crazy because, honestly, we record – pulling the curtain back, we recorded two episodes of this today. So Mm -hmm. we just did the one before it. I don't remember what Jet did in this episode. (laughs) I truly, truly don't. I have a daughter. Yeah, there was none of that, so I I was just on the peripheral. Okay, I want to talk to you for a second as we wrap this up. Mm -hmm. You're the fan – you're uh-huh. the like I I would consider myself a fan of the original now, but there I, I assume is more for you to. There seems to be a little more meat for you in this show than there mm-hmm. is for me, and we're watching the episodes that you've never seen before. Yeah, where are you standing with it? Is it is it exciting for you to watch these episodes, or is it just like oh thank God that was I'm as bad kind of as having fun or... with it because yeah. 
I've accepted that it's not going to be what I want it to be. So I'm trying to enjoy the parts of it right. that it is. Well, and there's I fun to be had. I thought fun. last week's was fun. Yeah. I thought the VR episode was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with for me is that, like, uh-huh. if I weren't watching it for this, it would be such a drag to watch. And yeah. I think that... I mean, I, I, I did start it and drop it because I, yeah. I wasn't enjoying it. And I'm glad that I'm getting to see these episodes. But it's just, what the hell were they thinking with some of the just choices not even what were they i just feel like in a direct opposite to the show that it's based on Mm -hmm. this show does not have a clear concise able to be described in a paragraph idea of what the show is Mm -hmm. and how it feels and what's gonna happen in it they don't know the formula it's like trying to be a procedural crime of the week thing yeah they totally i don't know i think it'd be easy to watch the show and forget that they're supposed to be bounty hunters they haven't been bounty hunting zach they have like uh-uh. in like five episodes they yeah <laughs> eight yeah we've watched eight episodes of this and they've bounty hunted like three times Zach. yeah i don't know and the last episode doesn't even count because it was like they found out after the fact, oh, there's a bounty, and then they were like, nah, that's fine. I don't know what to say. I don't have any... It's hard to know exactly what's wrong. I th- I feel like it's because there isn't a clear image from a clear voice of what the show's supposed to be and what it's trying to accomplish. I think instead, it's trying to accomplish a lot of vague things that make the original special, but not quite nailing any of them. Agreed. Well, let's wrap this up. Any final words, anything positive to say to the people? You know, I'm I'm excited to see what they do at the end of this part. We got Radical Edward coming up soon, so we yeah, have that to we're dread. gonna the next episode's also called Blue Crow Waltz, so we're gonna find out. Oh, what happened at the Spike Blue Crow? I'm a little bit interested in that, at least. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do now that Vicious has killed the Syndicate. I wish yeah. that it had been more monumentous when it happened. Momentous is what I mean to say. Monumental and momentous. And that it hadn't been very clearly about to happen. Because even if Vicious wasn't swapped with the ball sack guy, yeah. the original plan was for them to like free him once they were there, and yeah. then he'd do what he did anyway. Why were we not in on it like a little bit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or... It shouldn't have been very clearly like, oh, this is the plan they're about to do, and then yeah. you slightly vary it. It should have been like, oh, no, Vicious actually got taken in by them. Uh-huh. And then that would have mattered more, and they could have made it its own like part of an episode instead of just splitting an episode that can carry its own story. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a show that's not even interested in explaining to us what the syndicate is, yeah. what it does, how it works... Who, how it navigates through situations. And neither was the original, but this is the type of show that should have been. We should know a lot more about the syndicate than we... I don't even think they've called it the syndicate really much Not the people who are in it. Only people yeah. that are mentioning who may or may not be. I'm done. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> uh, what I will say, though, is I am very glad that we've stuck through and done all of this. I think this has been a very fun podcast to do. And yeah. it's just as fun for me to be kind of grumpy about something as it is to oh, absolutely. when I love something. So this has been a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next time to talk about the penultimate episode Hey-o. of the live-action Cowboy Bebop. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. Ho, ho, ho. Javier Grillo, <laughs> Mark Swatch. Perfect, he nailed it. Thanks for listening. 
Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast, where starting at $5 a month, you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. Let's go!